the hackney is breathing behind me like a dragon that's very pissed off early in the morning so excuse the background noise you know people are giving me advice to get this microphone that um, apparently um, cleans out all the background noise and just keeps just myself so I'm gonna think about that but then at the same time do you want to listen to just my voice and no background noise that would just be you know complicated situation for both of us and slightly awkward too so yeah let's let's think about it okay and um so how are you uh for a moment there when i woke up i was gonna say oh let me do a sunday reflection and then all right hackney relax i was gonna do a sunday reflection then i was like is it sunday what day is it my mind literally just had a moment and again that's the lazy life of a teacher on holiday like we don't give a fuck about the days of the week anymore we're just it is what it is we only get up when we need to get up do what we need to do and however said that though there's a downside to this luxury and the downside is i've been like sleeping way way more than i usually do and um i've been on my bed way way more than i usually am it is now 8 30 almost in the morning and i'm yawning and just chilling in bed and like that's kind of concerning as well like health wise like uh, six weeks holiday until i figure out what i want to do with my life like a lot of people teachers are just being lazy because they're going back to school in september whereas with me I'm not going back to school. I'm, you know, starting a new journey in life. But I need to figure out what that new journey is. And like I said, because there are six or seven different ways that I could be doing, you know, whatever I want to do, but I don't know which one. And I need to get shit together ASAP. And um, it's summer. I said I was going to release all tracing. I haven't done that. So there's a lot a lot on my schedule that i need to be doing but my brain is like dude you've been teaching non-stop for an entire year you're so tired get some sleep so i need to basically get my hash together i do you know what yeah though however i am sticking to what i do in terms of realisticness do you know what i mean like right now with my course and stuff i am actually sticking to that as i said the other day i um started my research on the day that i was supposed to do i i polished it yesterday a little bit and then today i'm just gonna add the final bits and then tomorrow is um presentation right so i'm okay with that side of things the um diversity awards video that i've got to do for itv and um and like everybody else i'm still um i'm still on that and um i'm still basically on everything like kind of but the thing is i'm on everything but in like dipping my toe in everything does that make sense like i've started application i've the book is like pretty much finished that this is that done that this is that done and i think i'm realizing even though i'm organizing and i'm prioritizing is because i've got too much on my plate i need to basically just get rid of the stuff on my plate and just have less 
Oh no, this is the most terriblest, terriblest <laughs> um, podcast ever because I keep yawning through it, but we'll get through it, okay? Um, yeah, so that's um, that's the thing. Um, quick thing, by the way, I need to tell you something. Um, I'm a bit sad about what's going on in everything. Uh, yesterday, I did a podcast about genocide. What the fuck? That's heavy. You know what I mean? It's because I learned about it the day before and it messed me up like you know that that was our past that was our history as a society and we don't talk about it as much you know because we're so focused on the trials and tribulations of today that we don't take moments to pause and go back in time and i think we really really need to do that because when we go back in time it helps us reflect and pause and think about okay fine but how do we do tomorrow better you know but we the people can do that okay we the people have the capacity and the ability to do that because we're just like okay what do we do with our society blah 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 but the people who are leading us they don't care about that at all they just care about their here and now their version of tomorrow is i'm not going to be a president tomorrow i might not be whatever tomorrow because my time is going to be up soon so what can i do to gain power and influence and money and everything right now so that i'm set for life do you know what i mean so we are irrelevant to them we don't matter to them so for example like in america when you're a president you get paid as a president right but if you were a billionaire guy that became a president you still want to be a billionaire guy you don't want to waste you lose your power and your money and who you used to bear be worldwide so that's why donald trump put his family in places of power and that's why um you know he did the embassy and made it into jerusalem and like you know just so that he could always have that legacy of being the one to have done that because he has trump associated with it and then um and then with the NRA, they're like, you know, giving him the most power, the most money and the most everything. So they talk about terrorism and illegal aliens and all these things, which are the problem of America. But in reality, the problem of America is really guns, is really um, these people who are brainwashed and they're the ones who are picking up a gun and they're hurting people you know after the great hack right a lot of things in society is starting to become clear to me you know how swing states in america have been experimented on to you know vote for a candidate that they were unsure of because they were propaganda and like you know psychological stimulation and whatever needed to be done to you know make this person think this is the right choice right now and i know this is next level conspiracy theory every year these people who pick up a gun walk into a place a school even right and kill people do you think these people were also targeted do you think they were also handpicked and do you think on some next level conspiracy theory these people were also made to be this way because what kind of a human being walks into a shopping center and guns down people with an ak-47 what kind of people 
walks into a mosque and kills 50 something people who does this you know who does this somebody who clearly is not in the right state of mind somebody who clearly has formed hatred for this particular school and the students in this particular school somebody who particularly did that but then again with the same argument the guy who shot the primary school the elementary school he didn't have any association with the kids but then again conspiracy theory and all of that stuff so it's just sad because that's the only way we can justify what's going on in our society and especially with these guns and things you know on the opposite side with the knives in in the uk we don't have guns in the uk but we've got knives so i don't think actually it's a conspiracy theory i think it's actually a massive problem of stupid people who are getting access to dangerous weapons that they don't know what to do with and they go out there to experiment for this episode i'm going to load this um, comment from um president trump when he wanted to be a president and obama was the president and he said will obama recognize the muslim you know terrorists whatever if he doesn't he needs to resign in disgrace right so in the same language will he recognize the american terrorists the white nationalists these people who have become the way they've become because of people like him people like him who dehumanize um like mexicans calling them rapists calling them like illegals calling them people who are over here taking the jobs of the average american making them like a problem and because of that these people think oh i'm gonna do my president a favor and i'm gonna show how loyal i am by killing these people and you know what he's like sending prayers to the great state of texas fantastic but you need to go to the great state of texas you need to send someone to the great state of texas and you need to show that you are a solidarity nation where's the mayor of texas where are the representatives just like um, Jacinda Ardern did by straight away claiming the Mex- um, the Muslims of um, Christchurch as New Zealanders, not Muslims. She didn't want to have the name Muslim separating them from what happened. It became a New Zealand problem. That's why the world would never fuck with New Zealand in terms of honour and dignity. Because that's what you're supposed to do as a country. It doesn't matter what the race, religion or everything that separates this person should separate this person is no that prime minister stood up and said no these are our people and the whole country there was haka everywhere there was like in parliament the quran was being read literally to show that islam is accepted in every aspect of this country just as anyone is accepted in every aspect of this country that's powerful so powerful and that's what a country is supposed to be we accept our citizens however they are you know they're minding their business they're doing what they need to be and we don't have you know issues and if any of them are harmed we stand in solidarity side by side but my other message to the citizens is don't overdo it like if you're 
a guest in a country and suddenly you're accepted and you become a citizen of that country and you're loved and you're welcomed and everything don't put too much of your shit onto that country and be like oh my law says this my religion says this my religion says that no relax just do you do your religion do your culture do your sexuality whatever you need to do that's your choice but in the grand scheme of a whole country's harmony live in a way that you accept the laws of the country as the main thing that unites everyone okay whatever that's your personal choice thing keep that to yourself but you don't have to go out there and be like hey because i'm from this particular religion i need special um, treatment because i'm from this particular whatever i need special measures made for me i need special things made for me just literally you actively go out and do it until people add themselves to like oh okay so do you need anything and you're like yeah sure that'd be really lovely so if you're in a like office environment or whatever you'd be like hey it's my right for you to provide a prayer area for me hey it's my right for you to like provide this particular thing for me no just find a space go to pray and if they say to you oh my gosh are you all right do you need a space then you say sure but you don't demand it and say i need this because i demand it don't demand things that's the point i'm trying to make like just be a person who's polite and kind and kindness will come back to you but if you're a person who's like straight away hey i'm from this place and i need this done for me it's not gonna come for you and if you're a leader who's an absolute shit face preaching stuff that separates people targets people then know there will be more shootings and more deaths under your watch because you're incompetent and over here in the uk we can argue and say we need more police in the streets you can have 50 billion police in the streets that's not going to solve knife crime youth centers is going to do that youth activities youth competitions summer programs after school programs in school programs arts in schools all the things that have been cut in schools that kids used to do to unleash their creativity to unleash their you know energy and all these things all of those stuff are gone and because of that kids have got nothing to do they've become robots wake up brush your teeth put on your uniform go to school come out of school what do i do now go to the park you can't go to the park they sell drugs there oh okay so where do we go then just go outside the state you can't go outside the state there's still more drugs there so literally so then that happens is the gangs will come to them and they will just lure them into like ideas and thoughts and suggestions and these people are on social media like all these social influences know that you have a massive responsibility in um what you call it knife crime you have a part to play as well i was watching my brother watch these like um funny um pranks and stuff and these two people are like doing this like a rap battle it was called cuss battle and the things they were saying to each other was so stupid so mean so horrible yet everyone was laughing because it's jokes do you know what i mean and because this is what's become like to get laughs to get likes to get whatever's people have to do horrible horrible things and this is what a lot of people don't understand because like when we first released soul tracing right 
there was this lady who worked in a in a madrasa for like girl center and i really wanted her to read the book understand the book and talk to the girls about it right so then i said to her can you please do me a favor and and do that and i sent her a free copy of the book right and then i told her to write a review about it the review is up on amazon you can read it yourself right and she was so like didn't get the point at all and then she sent me like personal messages and she was like um why did you need to use such derogatory language and explicit scenes in order to get your message across why did you have to lower your standards and you know insult your faith and everything to get your message across why couldn't you just write the yasmin scene and then the ending scene so then how would it be a book that represents women in all of society how would it be a book that gets the point across of everything that's going on in society and then she's like but that's not your issue that's not and that's what i had a problem with do you know what i mean that's what i had a problem with putting me in a box putting me in a label putting me in a part that doesn't include me in everything else if i'm going to be a speaker if i'm going to be you know somebody with an opinion i would like to talk about opinions and things that affect everybody i'm not going to talk about things that affect one group of people or one group of people it's my space just as this platform here right now it's my space so you might say you know as you listen to some of my podcasts why does Ifra need to swear a lot to get her point across can't she just say things without swearing too much no bitch I don't need to do that because look now I'm fired up that's where the swearing comes in but when I'm calm I don't need to swear but that's part of my personality I don't know why that is but that's how it is when I'm calm and I'm just trying to get my message across like in a in a calm way I don't need to swear I I just talk normally but when I'm fired up somehow the swearing just you know comes out so when I'm doing the ranting about the EU or you know stupid people in our society somehow my language changes so it's your it's your prerogative if you don't like the swearing part just skip those or just don't listen to it altogether I you know what with soul tracing it wouldn't be the book it is if those explicit scenes weren't in there because in a way it was taking the piss out of modern day romance books because i remember when i was in school and i used to sneak in mills and boone books and like you know all of these other books that had Fabio's as the front cover with the rogue, you know, Lothario guy that was trying to save the maiden and all of these things. And they did have explicit scenes that we giggled at in the back of, you know, the class, me and my friends, but it had a point. The story had a point. And modern day, um, what's going on doesn't have points anymore like every other romance i'm putting air quotes here book that you see on um you know amazon it's this billionaire guy that and then his secretary is just so innocent and then suddenly within like two pages of the book he's like you know suddenly she's on her knees and then all oh, this one you've got the intern who's with the billionaire guy and then this person with the big 
billionaire guy and the, the billionaire guy is so mean and then suddenly he's nice to only this person do you get it it's just really really ridiculous and stupid so with those with the scenes of like the bride in the first chapter and um, Portia we were taking like a satirical approach to what is considered a romance scene for example and what is considered a hot you know sexy scene in a book because that's not it okay that's not it at all that was just us giggling and putting every sexually explicit thing that we've read in a book in that scene so that you as a reader you're just looking at it like wow that's not realistic that's what what is happening right now it was just too much you know what i mean and then you meet yasmin and then you meet dean and then they fall in love and then the story starts and you're like oh okay do you get it and then i really 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 like the whole point of why we made the scene with portia especially so like the way we did it is because Dean as a man needed to have that wake-up call that he has in Aspen okay he needed to have that wake-up call the night where you know the girl that he thought you know the girl that thought she loved him sees him and she gets her empowering moment of you know realizing that just because you put a man on a pedestal because he treats you so nice and so comfortably and you see him as your hero but you know what this man could be a bitch to other people and this man that she you know like literally have been watching on social media for so long and you know have been vicariously you know hearing about through her friend and everything else suddenly when she hears what he said that night and when she you know that's when she loses it and by losing it on paper and writing down and leashing her emotions she's able to realize that you know what you need to learn today boy you need to listen today and boy did she go into him she literally like preaches and he snaps and wakes up but by snapping and waking up he also unleashes his past and the horrors of the church and the things that make this book unlike any other romance book you will ever read because this book shows you the darkness of humanity that we go through life carrying heavy heavy shoulders and we unleash one day and that means like if you don't talk through your emotions if you don't deal with your demons they can literally haunt you and just come out when you least expect it and in that instance it was okay but if dean didn't express that and he didn't go through those things he would have carried that hate with him for so long and yasmin needed to hear about that night otherwise she wouldn't have you know woken up but one of them woke up at the right time and it was okay one of them woke up at the wrong time and it was too late no matter how much lesson they learned it was too late because the damage was already done and that's what makes this book okay little kid i beg you we're not in school anymore i can't give you a time out
Calm down. Right, you go to your daddy right now. Piece of shit. I can say that because we're not in school. Yes, yeah, so basically, that's why that's what makes the book so dramatic. Hey, listen to me, friend. I don't know how this recording started, and then somehow we spoke about shootings, which is absolutely horrible. And then we talked about the perception of people of you, okay? Because you have a voice. And the Japanese say in this proverb that we have three faces the one we show to the world, the one you show to your family and friends, and the one that's personal. Okay, this is my personal space. Okay, the one you show to the world, that's your professional face. That's the face I show when I'm wearing my hats, you know, and as a teacher, as a speaker, as a whatever, as a, you know, community, all these things that I do, that's my professional face. And if you knew, if you know that face of Ifra, you know that I'm a very calm, you know, professional person who gets my shit done. But then my family, like, you know, one, I'm a mixture of both. There are times when I need to be professional and formal to certain members of my family that I don't know. There are times where I just need to be whatever to those who love me and know me closer. But then my personal face, that I show to very rare people. In person. And to you, here, right now in this platform, because it's my personal platform. So if you want to write a book, that has a powerful message but you want to add explicit scenes to get you know because you want to put that in your story because there's a point to it you do that if you want to write a book that's very malala-esque very um you know um like you know khalid husseini all these other books that are just very dramatic and and inspirational and that do you do a book like that if you want to be a JK Rowling and create your own world or a Tolkien and create your own like universe, do you? Okay? Everyone has a voice, everyone has a different way of doing things. And no one should suppress you and say your way of doing things is not the right way because it's not Islamic or it's not um it's gonna make people feel uncomfortable or something. No. Okay, fuck you. This is my way and I'll do it. You'll either respect it and say, ooh, interesting, take that, Ifra. I see what you did there. Or just say, do you know what? It's not for me. And you walk away from it. Khalas, life is that easy. Okay? Don't ever let anyone tell you how to do what you need to do. There's a way that you can combat all the hatred that's going on in the world. Do something positive whether it's through your social media, you know how they, with the voting and the great hacks told us that they put a lot of negative messages out there to separate people. So stop putting negative things, put positive things, positive things to fight back. Okay. And because through positivity, people's minds would be at ease and cleared. And then we can try to wake up and reverse the damage that has already been done by this failure of leaders across our world today. Okay? Right. Now, I know we've talked too much, but we're going to calm it down. And we're going to end with a little bit of thought. Okay? I'm thinking that it's Monday now. And I'm thinking that you have plans whether you're going to work 
whether you're going to school i don't think you should be going to school all schools should be closed right now but wherever you're doing right now i need you to take a deep breath i need you to like if you have that feeling of oh, i've got to go in i need you to realize how lucky you are there are people on the streets there are people whose electricity and everything's about to be cut off and all these things because they don't have what you have be grateful for what you have okay and if it's the people that you work with that are bothering you then you know what focus on what you need to do and block them out of your head if it's an issue where you can actually talk to these people and deal with it do it if it's not then forget about it those of you who are excited about what you're doing today yay go grab some coffee get some tea get some herbal whatever you need to do and enjoy your day but whatever it is enjoy your day it is a lovely day outside i'm gonna get up i'm gonna jump in the shower and i'm gonna go out today do something productive today so that's our goal every one of us be productive today in whatever we do okay and prayer hugs and also lots of positivity coming your way today okay positive vibes coming your way today bye friend